Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Wednesday, the 31st. August is over, dude. August is finally over. I hope you guys are having a fantastic year. Hope you guys are having a fantastic August. Uh, today's the last day, so get your August festivities wrapped up. We're moving straight into September with a lot of energy, a lot of energy, okay? And that means come Friday, come Friday, <laughs> hey, yo, come Friday on September the 2nd, 2022. Guys, we're looking at a little bit of Last of Us 1, Last of Us Part 1. I cannot wait to dive back into this game. Oh my God. I know, I know, I know, I know. There's a lot of controversy. People are like, oh, it's a cash grab. I know there's a lot of controversy. People are like, don't waste your money. I know a lot of people are like, uh, you know, it, they're just trying to make money. Da, 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 da. Look, you got to understand. You got to understand. These devs need to be busy. Uh, if they're not doing anything right now and they want to pump something out before, you know, factions comes out and whatever they're working on next, let them remaster a little some some. It's not going to hurt anything. And hey, yes, you might think Last of Us got remastered. It looks great. It does. You're right about that. But guess what? It is a remaster of a PS3 game. This is a from the ground up. Uh, I mean, outside of like the, the motion capture, obviously, and the voices uh, this is, you know, essentially a fresh PS5 game. So, I mean, on one hand, you can go, yeah, I've already experienced this, I already experienced this game. And to those people, hey, don't buy the game. You don't have to buy the game. That's fine. Um, to others who love Last of Us, like me, who are just like a fan of the masterpiece that is Last of Us. And, you know, that, that it's, it's basically that same masterpiece, but looks, it looks prettier. It's, you know, it's on a PS5 system with PS5 features. I will pay 70 for that. And this is where I draw the line. And I know a lot of you guys are like, this is a cash grab. This guy's an idiot. Why would he spend that much money? Hey, listen here, chump. If they make a Switch Pro and they do the same thing to Breath of the Wild, they are going to applaud that bullshit to the moon. So I don't want to hear nothing about this, okay? I don't want to hear a single complaint. This is <clears throat> if you do if you replace Last of Us One with any other game, right? If you replace it with any other game, your favorite game, it's that for me at least, right? So like people complaining, it's just not your favorite game, and that's fine. It's it's okay. It's like it's not it's not one of your top franchises. I get it. Or if it is, then get it. I mean, I don't I don't see the com the complaint here. Or just stick with your remaster. You know, if you you get the narrative, right? You get the narrative from three different versions at this point. This isn't the first game to do it. This isn't going to be the last game to do it. I get the main issue. The main core of the issue is the seventy dollar price tag. But that always comes down to how much you are willing to pay for your games. If you don't want to pay seventy, don't pay seventy. This is you know you don't have to get this game if it's. If it's not improving enough for you to even warrant the $70, then you should be happy that you're not paying $70 for a game that you don't want. Like, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't make sense. But I also understand that if you are, are if you are expecting this game to uh, not be that improved, first of all, I'm not sure why your interest is up at all to complain about $70. If you're if you don't think this is a, a big a big enough improvement, then I don't know why you're raising a, a big stink about it. But um, I do understand. I can sympathize with people that are like, hey, I just want to play the game, but I don't want to pay 70 And it's just, you know, that's flat out what it is. Um, I get that. But, hey, 
games are, are moving on. And I'm not trying to defend Last of Us. I'm mainly saying um, this is a non-consequential game. This is something that, as people are arguing about, we've experienced before. So this game is purely up to whether you want to experience these, if, you, if it's in your opinion, mild, or if it's in your opinion, a lot of changes. Uh, if you want to experience these changes, regardless if they're mild or a lot, then, you know, if you want to experience it, buy the game. That's, you know, it, it, that's the thing. It's like when remasters come out, it's up to you to get them. It's not like, it's not like God of War Ragnarok 2, right? It's not like them coming, or Ragnarok 2, Ragnarok. It's not like them coming out with that game and it's essentially the same exact game as God of War 1, but they just made it look prettier. Um, if, if that was the case, but it's like the sequel to the game, then you obviously it's a little bit different than what this is doing, right? This is literally a remaster. Remasters are priced accordingly. It's, it's up to you if you want them or not. Uh, if you, Another remaster came out this week as well. De- uh, Destroy All Humans uh, 2, Reprobed. Look at that remaster compared to this remake of Last of Us 1. And just see, like, square up your value. Destroy All Humans 2 is $40. Would you guys pay that for the... Uh, arguable, arguably a, a pretty great remake slash remaster. I don't even know what you want to call it. I guess it would be a remake since it's a, um, I guess they're both remakes. Yeah, they're both remakes. So I would look at that game, compare that to the old one. I get it. It's not as big as a time jump or a, as a less as a less of a time jump between Last of Us Remastered and this Last of Us. But you got to remember, Last of Us Remastered is just mainly a port. They made it look prettier, yes, but it's mainly a port or slash remaster. It is a remaster of a what? Say it with me. PS3 game. So to have this big jump in technical upgrades, this is, I mean, that was back in 2013 when this game launched. So essentially, you are getting a game that is built from the ground up and even slightly altered with character models looking updated, looking different, looking more realistic. Uh, some of the PS5 features, which I argue that those are big, big sellers for me. I absolutely love the haptic feedback and absolutely love the adaptive triggers. I feel like that revolutionizes all games now. And, uh, even when I was playing Playtale Innocence recently, it was a big factor in me enjoying that game. So, um, to get that experience on Last of Us of all games, especially since Last of Us 2 was on PS4, didn't really get to, uh, fully, uh, you know, indulge in the PS5 abilities, uh, to see this franchise on this system, I mean, you know, they came out with fucking uh, Uncharted uh, Lost Legacy or whatever, the Legacy Edition. I, I can't remember how much that cost at retail, but that was close to the same experience, right? I mean, I think that might have been obviously the price is different, uh, but it, it's not that it's not as big of upgrades as what you're getting here. It's not the same thing, obviously. So if you scale that at that price and this remake where they built it from the ground up and changed the audio and even altered some of the motion cap and changed all the character models and obviously the world and made it look super pretty and added all these abilities. If you want to scale that to the same thing as the Uncharted Legacy Edition, whatever you want to call it, um, then, I mean, that that's your value right there. I mean, look at the prices there. Let's, let's look it up for the, the sake of the argument I'm having with myself. Uncharted. Uh, like oh, Legacy of Thieves edition. That's what it's called. Collection MSRP. Okay, so that game was $50. Okay. 
That game was $50 USD, <clears throat> and uh, I believe so. Let me see. Yeah, $50 USD. Okay, so that came out $50 USD. The features it had was it came with the game uh, Uncharted 4 and the DLC slash um, <clears throat> side story, whatever you want to call it, The Lost Legacy, which is its own game entirely. Um, so you get two games, right? You you do get more value there, I guess. Um, but these games, I mean, they were heavily discounted on PS4 at the time. So you could already get them cheap. They are literally just a PS5 upgrade of what you were getting. So to, this whole argument revolves around this game is priced too much. Uh, and I, as I said, I sympathize with you guys. But at the same time, I feel like if you want to make a, a negative thing about it and start like harassing devs and like all this stuff, I feel like it's way overblown. And I feel like all the things that people are complaining about are forgiven in other areas. Or if this, like I said, was like breath of the wild or something, people would just slurp that up. Like, and that game came out after the first last of us one. So I, I don't know. I feel like we're just splitting hairs here. I, I don't think it's a big deal. I know it, it, it is a $70 game. I get it. It's a full price game, but it's up to you if you want to get it or not. Okay. You don't have to get it. It's, it's, it's a story we've already experienced. And if you love that story, then that's fine. Cool. If you don't plan on playing it again, that's fine. Cool. If you don't think it's worth getting these upgrades, the remaster edition is readily available. That's fine. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Go play that. That's you. Like I, like I said, you have multiple versions. And if you think it's not that big of an upgrade from those versions, you have those versions to play. So there's that. Anyways, uh, I didn't mean to be a little gung-ho on <laughs> the last of us train, but I, I just feel like, I feel like a lot of people are making a thing of it where it's like they don't really compare it to other things. And uh, I firmly stand by if it was if it was a game that you loved, like Breath of the Wild, you would probably be saying similar things to me. So uh, it is what it is. And remastered remakes are going to come. They're going to happen. Some of them are going to be full price. Some of them are not. It, it is what it is. And if you care for the graphical upgrades, if you if you that is a big factor for you, or the or the system upgrades, or anything like that, performance upgrades, then hey, be my guest, <laughs> buy the games. So, uh, anyways, let's move on to some news stories. I know I'm not really diving too far into what I've been playing. Oh, I guess we can talk about it. Let's what what if, what I've been playing. Your boy finished Plato Innocence. I beat it. I did that with no hands. Um, Plato Innocence was an amazing game. Uh, let me let me talk a little bit about this because I do want to complain a little bit. Let me get you know let me get off my high horse for a minute. Um, I liked the game, right? I liked it. I loved playing on PS5. It was a PS5 version. I got all the nooks and crannies of the of the DualSense vibrating in my hand. And you know, keeping me from pulling the triggers and stuff, all the all the cool stuff it likes to do. So, um, playing on the new hardware was obviously fun. I obviously, love whenever games utilize some of the new features, like Last of Us One, Part One. Um, but it was cool. I absolutely loved it. I thought the story was great. The acting was obviously the voice acting was a little weird. Uh, it's from a smaller studio, so it's not really like Last of Us level. But it does play a lot like Last of Us in the sense that you're kind of like escorting your brother around, you're sneaking around, you're getting out of like tight situations and that is similar to what you kind of do in last of us albeit a little stripped back it is way heavier in the stealth and way heavier in the walking sim um but i did love the game there was a mission and i'm just gonna say what it is it's the last mission and if you want to go look at my recent stream of this game 
Plague Tale Innocence. I was pulling my hair out and I have no hair. I was pulling my scalp off. It was like, it had this dumbass mission where you could easily run out of materials and you're screwed after that. And if you're seen, you die immediately damn near. They, they will shoot an arrow at you right when you start moving. Or um, obviously if they see you, they'll just run up on you and, and grab you. You can dodge, but that dodge is only worth one dodge and then someone else will grab you. It's just, it gets really frustrating. Then there's this part where you have to hide behind this cart while this guy named Roderick pushes and uh, it basically forces you to rely on the auto aim that's in the game where you lightly, or I guess you hold the left trigger and it'll kind of like put a yellow square on an enemy's head and you hit right trigger to do it, to shoot or to whatever, sling um, your rocks. So it sets that up, right? But the issue is, it's so frustrating. The the On the side that you're doing all this fighting on, the enemy starts at this top, at the top of these stairs, and he runs down. It's a very small hallway, like a little alley, kind of, uh, where you just you can walk down these stairs, walk like two steps, and then walk up some stairs. And this little crevice is where you're fighting some enemies. And like I said, this is mainly a stealth game, so you're not really made to just combat them with everything you have. Uh, you're made to combat them with a sling that has this auto aim feature. Now, the auto aim feature, as I said, is not the most reliable. It will literally unlock if they slightly move out of motion or if they're going down the stairs it'll take off your auto aim so that is another issue um and basically it's a situation where if you get hit or if you get caught or whatever if one of them run up on you you die immediately and you have to restart and this game has the worst checkpoint systems where if you die you start at the beginning of the area not at the beginning of the last thing you did so i can walk around, I can loot some stuff, get ready for the upcoming battle, talk to somebody, unlock a secret, then I can go start the thing. We'll start moving, I'll die. I had to do all that over again. So the last mission required a lot of that. I had to do that multiple freaking times. It was so, so annoying. And honestly, one of the worst gaming design decisions that I've seen ever. Like I, I really hope uh, Requiem does a lot to kind of make it more linear because it felt like the whole game was pretty doable. It had its challenge. I'll say that it wasn't like a breeze, but the step, the the difficulty leap from this, and it and it, and it was mainly just the mechanics that kind of made it difficult in the last last uh, mission. But the difficulty leap from the second to last mission to this mission was night and day. It felt like okay, I got done with that. Now here's a bunch of bullshit. Like here's all right, you don't have any resources. There's five guys burgers and fries and then there's a big night that you have to take out and oh yeah the the ability that you have where you get to send roger out and kill somebody uh it doesn't work on that guy also uh let's put some archers in the back so they can immediately see you if you leave cover uh there's a there's a lot of stuff going on in the last mission that is just so annoying and stupid and it's like i said some of the worst design decisions in gaming i've seen in so long and i hate to i hate to hound that game so much because i absolutely loved it um, absolutely loved it because it was just, it was a very unique story. It was a, uh, a unique concept. I love that I hated Hugo's guts from the beginning of the game. And then once he started getting the powers of the macula and whatnot, it was, it was a lot better and it started to grow on me. And obviously now I'm prepared for the second game. So I want to, I want to start with this, with this, uh, review real quick, where I think Plato Innocence 
I think it's safe to put it at an eight. Eight out of ten is the Explain Podcast score for it. I love the game. I just feel like it again that difficulty spike, not really difficulty spike, mechanic faults, mechanical faults of the last mission, design faults of the last mission. It just felt so poorly designed. Nobody really thought it through. It felt like it wasn't even nearly play tested. It was so bad. And according to my brother, as I was doing it and I was freaking out on the stream and whatnot and getting pissed off. Uh, he said he went to other videos and they were like, this is the worst mission ever. So uh, I'm not alone. I'm not alone. Thank God. But uh, yeah, I give it an 8 out of 10. I absolutely loved it. I think the sequel is going to bring a lot to the to the table because it's basically a an expansion on what we're kind of dealing with in the first game, which the first game was very on rails. You're kind of sneaking a lot. You have, you have you know, it's very linear. It's literally super linear. So um. I'm expecting the second game to be a little bit less linear, a little bit more optional things to do. Uh, looks like the combat is turned up a bunch to where you have a bunch of different things. You have like a crossbow and stuff. This one, you kind of had a bunch of like equipment like Batman <laughs> and um, you had the, I mean, I guess it's, I don't, they show it in the trailer for the second game. So I, I guess it's not a spoiler, but uh, you have the, you have the ability to control the rats. So that's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, all, all in all, I definitely want to play the second game. It should be coming out later this year, and uh, I can't wait now. But good lord, if you don't want to pull your hair out, I would just watch the stream of the game or something. Watch my stream. I have it all streamed on my channel. Uh, link is in the description. But, you know, it is what it is. Uh, let's talk about a little bit of news, because other than that, I don't think I play much. Yeah, I yawned. Um, anyways, I'm very tired. I, you know, I'm, I'm working a lot. <laughs> uh, let's talk about a little bit of news. New Assassin's Creed game called Mirage coming spring 2023. Takes series back to its roots, uh, report. Um, Eddie McCutch, 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 Eddie McCutch from GameSpot.com. This is his article. Uh, okay. He's, and he's talking about someone else. Jason Schreier, of course, a well-known gaming figure, a person, uh, this is a quote from his Twitter, a person familiar tells me parts of this new Assassin's Creed leaks are true, such as the name and the other stuff Bloomberg has already reported. Spring 2023, uh, you get to play in Baghdad, and it goes back to Assassin's Creed Basics. Um, and other parts are not true, like the multi multiple cities to explore. So that's pretty cool. Um you know, just like the the sun rises every day, every Assassin's Creed game gets leaked. I mean, there's it's bound to happen, and this is no different. Okay, I think every single Assassin's Creed game has been has been leaked since like Black Flag. So uh, this is nothing new, but it is ex exciting in a way to see Assassin's Creed go back to its roots, whatever that means. What does that mean? Maybe more stealthy, maybe more assassiny. Obviously. Origins, uh, Odyssey, and Valhalla all strayed away from the formula and leaned more into the combat slash Souls-like slash kind of hack and slash in a way. Um, gameplay in favor, you know, it, it kind of leaned in, into that uh, in favor of a more action-packed gameplay style. Now, if they can find a way to blend the OG version and the new version together, and make it to where when you do get in combat, it is Odyssey, Valhalla, Origins. I think it's called Origins. Um, and when you're in stealth, it is, you know, Assassin's Creed 1, 2, all those, 3, 
revelations. I'm trying to think of the names. Um, but yeah, I, I am hoping for a return to form in that regard because it, it it's not Assassin's Creed anymore. It's literally Dark Souls. or I mean, if you want to call it Dark Souls. But it's just a, a, a Souls-like where you're basically walking around, locking onto people, and hitting the same buttons that you do in Souls games. Um, it's fun. It's definitely fun. It's not, it's not a bad formula. I did enjoy all three of those games, but it is something that is not core to the series. Uh, very different in a way to how God of War kind of approached it, where they went from this like camera zoomed out hack and slash game to a zoomed in over the shoulder, slower paced action game. And I think, um, that one was more welcome because it matched the, the new theme of the story while, Assassin's Creed did a did a good job at matching the theme of the story around their new playstyle, uh, but unlike God of War, it was kind of far away from what the series started from. Still, in God of War, you get the Blades of Chaos. You still kind of do that hack and slash thing with that, uh, and obviously you're still Kratos. You still, you know, destroy gods. You're that's your whole thing, um, and. Yeah, obviously it's deeper than that in the new God of War. But what I'm saying is, it seems like Assassin's Creed uh, is is far away from Ezio days and all this. And uh, I kind of hope that it leans more into that aspect of stealth, sneaking around, assassinations, the hidden blade, all that kind of stuff. And maybe, maybe just maybe, add another multiplayer mode into it. That that multiplayer mode that was in, I think, Brotherhood, um, was so good was so freaking good you get to like blend in with the the crowds and people would have to like kind of sniff you out it was it's it was so sick uh and it was fun walking around like an npc around your friends it created a lot of funny moments that i wish i had some form of recording device back then uh but yeah what a fantastic what a fantastic game you know so uh let's move on to xbox games with gold i might as well highlight these because uh there is a good one on there a good one let's see Where's it at? Okay. Um, this is by Ryan Leston on IGN. As revealed over at Xbox Wire, which I should probably click that link. Next month's offering include some Stone Cold Classic. Psh, what? Uh, with the likes of Portal 2 leading the lineup, Gods Will Fall is also included alongside Double Kick Heroes and the theme park designer Thrillville. Four games with gold titles will be available in September for anyone with Xbox Live Gold and Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. Um, I'm not sure what the next month's PlayStation games are. Um, I don't think it's been leaked or anything. Uh, oh, wait. It might have been leaked now. Let me see. Eh, that doesn't sound right. That doesn't sound real. That, that'd that be too good. Hold on. Let me, let me double check this because I think they're adding it to the PS Plus. The article might be misleading. Uh, yeah... Predictions are saying Circus, Electric, Eternia, Noctis, and the crew too. Yeah, I don't know about that. Uh, we'll we'll have to wait for whenever they do announce that. Um, but it should be announced soon, probably by. I mean, the games usually come out on the first Tuesday of the month, so it has to be announced probably later today, if not tomorrow or Friday. Um, it's most likely going to be before next Tuesday, so. Uh, let's hope they get on the ball with that announcement. Usually it leaks by now and we kind of know what it is, but um, yeah, I don't know. Hold on. Oh yeah, they have the 2021. What the fuck? What is going on here? What is going on here? Wow. 
this article came out and said September 2022 games revealed, and uh, they have last year's games listed. So what? So what? So what? Because we already got these games. I don't know. Anyways, uh, moving on from that. Sony forms PlayStation Studios mobile division to create games based on new and existing IP. This is by Ryan Dinsdale and IGN. Sony has announced a committed expansion into mobile gaming by establishing the PlayStation Studios mobile division and acquiring the untested Savage Game Studios to develop a AAA mobile live service action game. Now, there are some keywords in there. Mobile, obviously, going to be on the phone. Live service, uh, that means it's, it's going to be a living game and action game. So, uh, I guess Genshin Impact like maybe i don't know um <clears throat> this partnership is interesting it's uh, obviously there's the you know they're untested as the article says uh i'd like to see what savage studio does but uh from the sounds of it uh according to the article it says the playstation studios mobile team is focused on creating new experiences for players through an innovative on-the-go gaming based on new and existing playstation ip that means horizon mobile possibly god of war mobile possibly gran turismo mobile possibly and whatever new they want to create possibly so um interesting what an interesting thing uh it seems like playstation is slowly catching the idea that like hey you need an ecosystem. That is one big thing PlayStation lacks right now. Uh, if you look at Xbox, you have fully connected devices. If I get on my Xbox, it downloads my save. If I get on my PC, it downloads that same save, any progress I've made, and I can continue there and earn achievements and get into a party and invite people and play multiplayer games all in the comfort of my computer or my system or my phone if I want to do uh, Xbox, uh, whatever, it whatever it's called, Xbox Cloud, whatever it's called, uh, the mobile version. We can stream it. So with the mobile edition, I would assume there's going to be a more thought out PlayStation app. Uh, I do enjoy the app right now. You do get to message and you get to buy stuff on the store. And it's a very basic, you know, communication app type thing. But um, they would have to integrate some form of mobile gaming, maybe some mobile trophies. That would be nice. I, I really hope they lean into it more and not just add mobile games to where it's just, hey, Here's some Sony mobile games, whatever. I, I do hope it's like, hey, here's a Sony mobile game. And it is, it, like I said, it has trophies, it has these features. It has maybe even streaming, maybe even like share, you know. Maybe it, it would be cool if they implement all these things to make it feel like an actual Sony title. Um, but uh, as I'm saying, like the way they need this ecosystem to grow, there's already talks about a PlayStation um launcher being implemented on pc so that means that would assumably have a message system on there possibly trophies things like that that would be kind of nice but uh it's yet to be seen so until then i really hope that this does lead somewhere um but this is a a new story that we will have to wait and see on what savage games does uh what playstation studios does in terms of support and um I really hope it does turn into an ecosystem of Sony products, much like Xbox already has, because I think that's the only real way to compete with them versus how they need, obviously, more first-party titles that are blockbusters to kind of compete with Sony. Um, you know, it's a give and take, but that's my opinion on what I think they kind of need to do uh, to shut out any type of competition. But anyways, I appreciate you guys watching or listening, not watching. I've been streaming a lot. Stream link is in the description if you guys ever want to watch me stream. I just got done with Playtale Innocence. I played a little bit of Uncharted today. 
and or yesterday and um i'm gonna be playing last of us one on friday so if you guys want to check it out i will be live 100 percent friday night with last of us part one so feel free to stop by come uh come talk about the game whatever uh, share your love for last of us and uh, i can't wait to can't wait to play it to be honest um, I'll see you guys then, and uh, there'll be a new episode up on Friday as well. And I'll see you guys then, and uh, there'll be a new episode up uh, Friday as well. And I'll see you in that. All right, uh, see you guys then. I will catch you later. Bye.